Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Today we're going to talk about cognitive dissonance. It's going to be exciting, so hold on. Grab a quick one and join me. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussion and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the user. So cousins, cognitive dissonance is a psychological term that's used to describe stress and discomfort. And that stress and discomfort, and once I go through that very quickly for you, I think you'll see it applies to all of us, and perhaps more than likely, some of you more often than you'd like. So the cognitive dissonance is associated with things that you do, things that you, the ideas that you have, your beliefs, your values, and also those things in the environment. Those are the bedrock things that help to create our psyches, who we are, our sense of who we are, and where we kind of view ourselves in the world, right? Those ideas, those beliefs, those values, and those things in our environment. So what happens, cousins, is that you have cognitive dissonance in which something occurs in which you believe something or you've been told something that becomes to be truth to you, but then all of a sudden something occurs that all of a sudden is different than that. Sometimes it's actually an action that you take consciously that is different than what you actually believe or an idea that you actually have or even a value that you hold. So those are the things that start to find that dis the dissonance. That cognitive dissonance is also then produces stress. And that stress, whatever, we all have stress, right? And so when you have stress, what does that do? It makes you uncomfortable or you have discomfort. So cousins, the way that happens to us is that we, our minds and the way in which we are structured and oriented wants to have things in parallel. You with me on that? We want to have what we believe to be the way in which we act. You look at your major religions, they're trying to promote that. What you believe is also the way you act. Also, you start thinking about things, things we become. Whether you decide you want to become an athlete or you want to become, you know, whatever, a performer. The way in which you perform and the way in which you do things is also going to be supported by what? Your actions. So you start thinking about these things, those things come in parallel. So when you have your actions and your beliefs and things, you, those are in parallel, then you're in line and there's not the dissonance. Dissonance means disruption. And so if you can take that same concept, it says that if I believe this, but I'm acting like that, then these things are not aligned, cousins. You with me? And that misalignment is where cognitive dissonance comes into place. So, how does that start to play out in our lives? Let me give you an example. It really starts to happen with us in a lot of different ways because we either have learned something over time. Think about over time. You know, for those of us who have been around for a while, we've had a chance to see a lot of things change in our world. There was a point in time when people said, ah, there's no climate change. 
Well, I would submit, cousins, everybody now agrees there's climate change. All right? Talk to the farmers in the Midwest. You talk to people living on the coastlines. Look at the amount of money. In fact, I understand that in Miami Beach, they spent hundreds of millions of dollars in order to put in new pumping systems in order to what? Pump out the water on the streets of Miami Beach. Why? Because of coastal rising of the tides, which is in coming from the North Pole and South Pole water caps melting, ice caps melting. Come on, cousins. We want to tell ourselves that's not happening, but all of a sudden nature is giving us some reality that says we can't deny it. That's cognitive dissonance, to deny something and all of a sudden see the water coming through your door. All right? So think about those cousins down there who had to deal with that. And they're starting to spend all this money to what? Change it. So cousins, we have those things that occur in our lives. So a lot of times the way people try to help us with that is to try to explain it away as though it's something else. Oh, well, gee, that's really, climate change is really not that. It's something that the earth does naturally. We've heard that, right? Oh, it's really not that important because we, mankind, running internal combustion engines and other sorts of energy sources that are producing things into our environment, we can't be at fault. Oh, yes, we are, cousins. <laughs> Come on. As I always say, cousin, you're going to believe me or your lying eyes. So as a result of that, that's where cognitive dissonance comes into play. One of the other factors of cognitive dissonance comes in. People start to say, well, let's reject new information. Well, come on, cousins. New, if you don't deal with new information, how do you ever grow? How could there ever be any science if you don't believe in new information? Think about that. How can we have any advancement in regards to anything you look at, whether you like auto racing, whether you like new foods, whether you like um, you know, medicine? If we don't have new information that's helping us to grow and expand and get a better understanding, how can, that, how can we progress and move forward? So cousins, cognitive dissonance has to also then start to be modified and changed. Let me give you an example. So there were a number of years ago, and some of you are a little older, you can remember this, there was a belief that black players in football weren't smart enough to be quarterbacks or middle linebackers. Why was that? Well, for two reasons. The quarterbacks and middle linebackers were, one, the leaders of the team, and the quarterbacks and middle linebackers were also those players that called the plays in order to determine what was going to be happening on both sides of the ball. If you don't believe me, you go back and research that, Cousins. Of course, we now know that that is not true. It wasn't true when it came out. It wasn't true when people used to believe it. And it's certainly not true today. Right, cousins? Because it just happens to be a most valuable player in the NFL Super Bowl who was a black quarterback named Doug Williams. And it also happened to be a most valuable player in the Super Bowl in a middle linebacker called um, Ray Lewis. I'm just saying, cousins. Look at what's happening in the real world. Are they going to say you're going to believe me or your lying eyes? So cousins, we start looking at this whole question of cognitive dissonance. It's a good idea if we start to put things together so that they are making sense. Now right now, in my opinion, and quite honestly as your people's lobbyists, we're being challenged on a number of fronts. One of those fronts is a challenge to our democracy, cousins. Our democracy says in its essence, if you look at the Constitution, and we're gonna be coming back to the show later this, later this month, the Constitution says that we believe that every, the country is supposed to be taken care of on democratic principles in which people are supposed to be given the opportunity to perform and do things. We're supposed to have freedoms. 
We're supposed to have things that are good for the common good and also good for the individual. Those kind of things in democracy, which sets us apart from the rest of the world and has had us in the past, I would say we're starting to get a little crazy with that now, and for the future, those are critical. So if you're starting to feel there's some issues regarding, oh, well, gee, there's some election law questions going on, or there's some questions regarding this or questions regarding that, and what you know to be the truth regarding democracy, cousins, that's cognitive dissonance. Democracy versus autocracy versus cult-like behavior versus things that are more fascist-type behavior, as we've talked about in earlier shows, Democracy versus all those things is a cognitive dissonance. I don't think that's where we ought to be going because I happen to like democracy and the whole concepts of democracy. That's what I believe in. That's what my beliefs are, my ideals. And that's what I'm trying to present and promote to you. Democracy, cousins. Democracy doesn't cause me any cognitive dissonance. I would submit if it doesn't, co doesn't cause you cognitive dissonance, we need to keep vigilant in regards to understanding our democracy takes our engagement and what we need to do to help make it happen. Cousins, let me give you one last example about how cognitive dissonance is starting to come into place. Unless you are a member of one of the native tribes that used to live in the United States of America prior to Christopher Columbus coming to the Western Hemisphere, you are an immigrant to the United States of America whether by force for those slave cousins who were brought here and saved with chattel, or by choice for those people who came here for new opportunities. You are an immigrant. So how can we look at, we have the Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor with great words in regards to who's going to be coming and welcomed, and how can we now say that immigrants have not been good for the United States of America? Cousins, think about that. Allegedly, and you have to look this up, almost 50% of the people who were involved with the development of the COVID-19 vaccines were either first-generation or immigrant persons. Cousins, one of the benefits that sets apart the United States and the rest of the world is that we have the opportunity to get all the best from all the cultures, from all the people that come to the United States blend them together to make the United States, everybody separate and distinct, but all together to make us stronger. That is our secret sauce that gives us power and strength over the rest of the world. And you know what? That's what people don't like about us. So when you see people talking about, oh, well, gee, let's not talk about immigrants in a negative situation. I contend that's cognitive dissonance because you know that you're an immigrant in your beginning of your family here in the country. Come on, cousins. Let's start becoming more aligned with who we are and what we really believe. It'll make us a lot easier and smoother to live our lives without the discomfort and stress, psychological discomfort and distress, and it'll make it better for us to all come together. By the way, once again, cousins, let's talk about the mask. Keep wearing your mask. This is not, this is not an issue of rights or, you know, we don't care about you. But quite honestly, at this point in time, because of the folks who've been vaccinated, I don't know who, which of you cousins have been vaccinated or not. So if I don't know you, I'm going to wear a mask around you. If I know you, hey, mask goes away. And for those cousins who haven't been vaccinated against, please get the vaccine. That way we can all get back to not wearing masks at all. Because you know what? Football season's coming, and I want to root for my team. And I know you do, too. Thanks, cousins. See you next week on the next episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome to the 
Cousin, I forgot something. In middle of June, it will be our first full calendar year and the beginning of our third season. I've often asked you to become more involved with political activities and more involved with how our country works because we are the people. But cousins, I need you also to ask you to help me now because we need to grow our subscribers. So go out and talk to three of your friends, have them subscribe, and then we can get to a magic number of ah, 250 by our first annual anniversary. Can you do that for me, cousins? All right, thanks a lot, and you take care of yourselves. We are the people.